Well, good morning, Delaware. Happy Friday. I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Molly myers Labady. Good morning and good Friday. Good morning, good Friday. We have Gage on the board. Hello, good Gage. Good morning. Happy Friday. He's rocking all the NASA swag today. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. <laughs> as always. And our guest in studio with us today, I am so excited, is the sponsor who you just heard in our lead-in, Miss Jody Everett of Beanbag Books. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Jody and her husband, Michael, are owners of Beanbag books in the beautiful downtown Delaware area (laughs) business district and um, we're going to be talking the second half of the show all about beanbag some of the fun things that they get into there uh, world travels this is just going to be a renaissance of a show you'll have no idea what you're getting in for ever (laughs) do we ever know what we're getting in for we rehearse a lot oh yes (laughs) all the time we rehearse all the time Uh we rehearse but one of the things that we usually do prep for at least in some form or fashion is the first half of the show which is a little bit of talk about books. A little talk about books. A little talk about books. So, Molly, you said that you were managed to get like a three-hour book in. I found a three-hour book. Incredible. You all catching on to my theme lately. Yeah. It's been, <laughs> if you get a new book, it's a three-hour book. Um, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes we need our good three-hour books. You feel accomplished with them. So, I read Here Goes Nothing, a novel by Eamon McGrath. I think I'm saying his name correctly. We'll see. Um... So this is interesting. It's a follow-up to a 2017 widely acclaimed book, um, which I don't know the name of. I probably should have looked that one up. Oh, it's a follow-up. It's a follow-up. But it stands alone. But it stood alone. Um, It's definitely for people who like character-driven. Okay. I can't say that there was, like, a direct plot to this or... It didn't have something other than the characters pushing it forward. The story of this is about a band. And we start to get to know all the complexities of the characters in the band. It's a traveling band, so they're traveling mainly through the U.S. a lot. They, they're uh, based in Michigan, but they drive everywhere. And they end up in Europe at one point. And it's sort of like that band life, the idea of, you know, the band members who just want to play. They're getting older. They want to go to bed. The ones that <laughs> want to stay up all night partying and doing drugs and nobody ever knows where they are and, you know... Sort of the excess, the debauchery, all of that life-wrecking stuff that's going on. And then the the guy who tries to keep it together. Mm-hmm. And finally, the everybody starts to realize how much older he is than the rest of them. Uh, and maybe and wiser. Like, why is he still doing this? <laughs> what is the purpose of this? So it really talks about how the road either brings a band together or it can tear them apart. Mm-hmm. And it talks about sort of like generationally how all of that happens and how the lines blur between your life and your music and all of that. So it wasn't because I am not musical, I think I probably lost some things, but I really saw this as a real like if you loved Daisy Jones. and J- Daisy Jones and the Six, yeah. this would be a really good read alike. I think you you know, his first book is probably also gonna be about a band. Mm-hmm. Um, almost probably, famous. It almost famous, like probably too. something mm-hmm. in that line. So if you kinda wanna know what that life and for a minute, there was that moment where I'm like, could I live that life? And I was like, no, not even in my 20s. No, <laughs> that is not who I am. I am a librarian. I true like my community. I like I like all that settling. You know, cats don't go with you in the van. How do you do Why? that? I don't. They don't. Nobody yeah. ever has a cat in the van. Rude. Rude. Uh, what what era do you feel? Did you feel like this was taking place? Current. In? Oh, okay. So this is today. It's not seventies. Yeah. It wasn't seventies. Okay. It's just that idea of band life. Mm-hmm. That idea of sort of you know living out there, 
having a show every night, pulling yourself up, you know, making really bad decisions, but decisions that you're enjoying. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, excess and debauchery and everything else. Yeah. Is it, is it, I mean, not, not to spoil anything, but. Are there redeeming qualities, maybe? There the are. End? It's it's the journey in your head of, is this the thing for me? Yeah. And for some it is, and for some it may not be. And and it, about, you know, who sticks together. There's one scene that I really remember. They're in Europe. Their van breaks down, and they have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And the band leader is like, you're coming with me. You guys figure out this van. We're going to make it for the, they have a radio show mm-hmm. that they've oh. got to make it to. So they make it, to, they've got to make it to the radio show. Yes. So the two of them hitch, get into town and don't even know what's happening to the guys with the rental van that just broke down <laughs> and don't care. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just the two of them, Hey, we're the only two that really matter. Mm. So that whole, you know, if you're in a band, I have a feeling it's like the times I've been in a play, everybody you're about being that star, about being on that stage, about, you know, who's going to make it and who isn't. Mm-hmm. And so, again, life I don't want to live. <laughs> this is a story I could live through someone else to see, you know, I respect it. I, you think of the big rock stars and their big fancy, you know, oh, tour caravans buses. or yeah. tour buses. Mm-hmm. You don't think about all the driving for the smaller bands, just trying to make it, just it's trying to eat, just, just trying them. to. It's just them. Yeah, it's true. And nothing you know, they're they're taking such a risk to, to do the thing they love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one was called Here Goes Nothing by, you said, Imam McGrath. Imam Gr- McGrath. Awesome. Well, Jody, I know that you read a thing or two every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you been reading lately that you'd like to share? Well, I actually came with two books, so if we have time for two, I'll sure. go into those. But um, one that I would like to talk about is by our local author, Mindy McGinnis. She oh, has a yes. new book coming out we on her. March uh-huh. 14th called Long Stretch of Bad Days. Yes. Um, and it's actually based on some true events that happened in Ohio. Um, Mindy was born and raised in Cardington, Ohio. Yes. And there was a tornado there mm-hmm. a while back. And this is kind of along that lines. It talks about this um, disaster that had happened in this, uh, her small town and kind of what is uncovered because of those events. Um, um, it has that small town feel where people don't like to talk about things. Um, things are kind of swept under the rug. Uh, and so she is at a risk of not graduating high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she finds out some things. And so in order to graduate, she has to start this podcast. And this podcast, she's decided to do some um, events that have happened in her town's past. And as she's uncovering those events, she's found out some mysteries that um, uh, that she's uncovering some maybe things that, that people have wanted to keep undercover. Yes. And so it kind of follows that. It's not quite as intense as Mindy's previous books but yeah. it still keeps you reading and it still keeps you going and it still has that kind of hardcore edge. Yeah. I feel like that's where Mindy really thrives is that like small town gossip train you mm-hmm. know because if you the, the Poe books that she right. had written I mean those were exactly what that was all about you know that the the house of 
Yeah, that one. Yes. All, all yeah. of the different, all <laughs> the different insult and yes, yes. initial yes. insult, all of the different houses that are in that. Like, oh, they, this family has to keep this quiet and this family has to keep this quiet. Right. And meanwhile, she's over here just trying not to like let her arm wound fester. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's that one. It's so relatable too. Like I grew up in a small, small town. Right. And mm-hmm. my parents, I swear, the reason that our back window was all glass is so we could see what the neighbors behind <laughs> us were doing. And they were watching and like, if they didn't see us do something, they'd get worried. Right. And call us. And, it, you know, that it's good and bad. So there is good to that small town gossip, too. Right. Right. It's real. I think I, that's so it, relatable. She's it's relatable. Very relatable. Yes. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, I know that um, and you can give it a plug now. We can talk about it in the second half of the show, too. Mm-hmm. But you've got a little something with Mindy coming up. Right. Yes, we do. Um, the book, like I said, releases on March 14th mm-hmm. and she'll be at Beanbag Books that evening at 7 p.m. to discuss her new book and do some signings. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you said you had a second title. I do. This one is a middle grade title. Um, it's called When Sea Becomes Sky. And it was just released at the end of February Ooh. by Jillian McDonough. Um, and it is a good, it's based in the summertime between two siblings and, then they were, they, they live on a salt marsh. Um, and so it's just kind of their lazy days of summer and their favorite spots, um, mm-hmm. by a wild oak and they have, you know, the brother likes to read, the sister mm-hmm. likes to draw and then, but this summer is different because there's a drought and mm. on the salt marsh, they can see the water lowering and lowering and lowering and lowering. As the water lowers, they notice something new in the salt marsh, Uh-oh. and Ooh. it's uncovering a statue. Oh, um, and so it's kind of an adventure to see where the statue has come from. Mm-hmm. And also, there are developers that are trying to take over their salt marsh, mm-hmm. salt marsh to um, provide a bridge between mainland and their island. And mm-hmm. so they also don't want to lose their favorite place. So it's kind of their adventure. Um, but there is a twist in the last 30 pages oh, that no. will make you gasp. love twists. And yeah, so it's not quite what you think it's going to be, but okay, you might want a box of tissues there at the last And bit. then they all woke up and it was a dream. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst twist. Yeah. Like, right. Author. So, yeah, just yeah. talks about sibling bonds, summer adventures, and there's a little bit of grief in there as well. So oh, mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad that took a, because when you say, you know, when you say like, ooh, something was uncovered, I, um, I immediately go ominous. I immediately yes. like bones, but yeah, yes. I like statue. Especially yes. with yes. what's been going on with all the water receding in places <laughs> right. and they're finding yeah. right. things, people. <laughs> This yeah. is a middle grade, so it's a, it's right. <laughs> a little a little less dark. Thankfully, <laughs> I think it also because we just transitioned from a Mindy McGinnis right. book. That's yeah. true. Yeah. She usually goes <laughs> on the darker side. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Well, I have a book that I'm gonna love to hate on. Um, so I've mentioned that I'm in a book club before, and this is a group of individuals. We used to be a lot of women, and and there was one husband <laughs> who joined us in the group. We meet on Zoom monthly, and um, we have a very democratic way of choosing the books. And we tend to, because it's 95% women, we tend to choose a lot of you know female protagonist, mm-hmm. female oriented books. Um, but every once in a while, when you know one of the men which now we have two more men who are in the group. So every once in a while, when they throw in a title, we try and give them a bone and vote for vote for their yeah. book. And so the one that won this month was A Canticle for Leibowitz um, by Walter mm-hmm. Miller. And it was written in the 1950s. Um, and it's basically a one of the first of the dystopian kind of genre novels. And it's it's a what we really boiled it down to was it's a thought experiment. So 
you know, here's what's happening. It's a nightmarish, ruined world that's slowly awakening to the light after sleeping in darkness. Um, and what has survived? So there's a there's a nuclear apocalypse, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are things that have survived. Um, but people have changed. The radiation um, has caused mutation in some people. But there aren't necessarily the book isn't about monsters. The book is about actually a monastery (laughs) with monks (laughs) and so religion has survived and monks kind of like what I think that they do now although I can't speak on behalf of monasteries but they are keepers of information and keepers Mm -hmm. of knowledge and preservationists and so what they're trying to do is they're trying to preserve history they're trying to um, take what they can and recreate it so that it's it's kept in a certain way memorize books rewrite books you know different things like that but uh information has been lost kind of in this nuclear apocalypse they were like we don't need to read who needed to Mm -hmm. read so um really the monks are the only ones who are the keepers of knowledge um but i'm going to be completely honest i listened to this book as an audiobook it was an 11 hour book i only made it in three hours do you get into sci-fi much because it has that sci-fi post-apocalyptic yeah yeah i i can if the I can if all the elements are right. Mm-hmm. And so I need it to be character driven. I need it to be plot driven. I need mm-hmm. it to continue moving forward. And I don't need to get hung up in the world building mm-hmm. because if I get too hung up in the world building, then I'm just I'm lost in it. And you've you've lost me like yeah. already. So I think what happens in this book is um, it's a lot of narration. And one of the very <laughs> first monks, he is having like 40 days of silence in the desert. And so it's just narration <laughs> for that point. And I was like, okay, we're not really doing much here. So what, what the book club amounted to was um, if you like character-driven stories and if you like plot-driven stories, then this is not your book. <laughs> but if you like concept-driven stories, this is your book. Because what we really think it happened is like Walter Leibowitz had this idea. Uh, it was not Walter Leibowitz. Walter Miller had this idea that like what would happen if we had kind of an illiterate society um, that was trying to rebuild itself that didn't uh, have any like collection of information Mm -hmm. Um, because the other thing that happens in this book is it's divided up into three uh, three epics and they're and they're hundreds of years apart and so this generation has discovered um, basically a fallout shelter from hundreds of years ago. And mm-hmm. so they're like, ooh, what does this mean? And what information does this add to what we think we knew about that time? And then 500 years later, another group comes along and they discover information. And so the group that I'm in is a bunch of scientists <laughs> and they all kind of really related to the fact that they think that they're on to this like great idea. They're like, oh my gosh, I have this great idea. I'm going to go find a paper that helps support my great idea. And they read the abstract and they're like, oh, this is the paper. And then they go and they read the full the full paper and it had all of their ideas. Someone's already discovered yes. it. <laughs> and they're like, dag nabbit. <laughs> like, and so that is what's happening in this book. All of these people think they found all these new things, but they're just rediscovering the mm-hmm. same information. And so what does that mean for society? And then this is for our listeners to think about, because I thought this was such a fun question that we posed at the end of the at the book, was 
the world, you know, goes to catastrophe and people hundreds of years later find something in your house. And <laughs> what do they find and what do they think it does? <laughs> I'm so sorry, future people. I am so sorry. So just, you know, put that thought like put that thought bubble in your head and just think about what do they find and what do they think it does? I my thing was um the, the therapy guns that have like the punching arm, mm -hmm. like they're gonna think that that's like some sort of like torture device, I think, you know? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what my wall of Pez right. is going to be interpreted yeah. as. They're gonna be like, that is a shrine, shrine to the. <laughs> Are these tools were used to produce nutrition and, exactly. you know, versus, nope, nope, toys, yeah. candy. Yeah, yeah, no fodder, nothing. <laughs> nothing, but I think they're just pretty. Happiness and joy, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so that was Canticle for Leibowitz, uh, Walter Miller. It was fine, if you like that sort of thing. That kind of <laughs> reminds me of the movie Book of Eli with Denzel yes. Washington. Mm -hmm. Yes, very... but I think that was mm -hmm. far more interesting, at least to watch as a movie. It yeah. makes me think, too, of Tolkien. It's more of the journey than it is the story happening. Right. And that whole idea of, of the journey, what it takes to get there, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because I hate to admit this, it's losing my sci-fi cred or my geek cred here. I'm not a Tolkien fan. There were too many songs. There were too many <laughs> traveling songs. It almost broke me. I don't, you know, Lloyd's very disappointed. He doesn't want his friends to know this about me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one time I've really failed him in the geek world. It's you know, right. I just can't. <laughs> it's okay. So, and, and I would say, don't listen to it on audiobook. Just, just get the book, read it. It's going to be much less painful than the audiobook. So it was painful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we are going to go to a break. And on the other half, we are going to talk with Jody Everett about Beanbag Books. Well, thank you, Gage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Any rocket launches coming up soon? Uh, there was one two nights ago. I think oh. there's one Ooh. later this afternoon. I got to check. It's probably a Starlight Pond. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Love those things. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, we are back on this, you know, kind of dreary Friday, but it's a great day here in the yes. WDLR studios on My 96.7. We have Jody Everett with us from Beanbag Books. Good morning. Hello, hello. hello. And, of course, Molly Myers-Levady on our co-host uh, microphone over there. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I did it. I made it through another week. You did. Hey, and it's so cool. And if you haven't been listening, uh, March 26th, 1 o'clock. We have a ribbon cutting for the Liberty Branch Library, and uh, then we're going to have an open house immediately following until 4 p.m. that day. We can't wait for you to I come in. I cannot wait for yeah. you to see. I mean, every day, like one little last, like it's details now, yeah, yeah. and every little detail goes on, and I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah. wait for the public to see this. That's why I love following along on the social media. You know, you're oh, watching yeah. them you know, deliver the books, shelving the books, and all of this. Oh, and that's been, and our team all. is amazing. This gives me a chance to say... Liberty team is rocking it out. Yes. They are getting those books on the shelves. They are getting them organized for you. They are ready to roll. They look and they're all new and shiny. I know, brand new books. <laughs> so speaking of brand new books, uh, Jody is the owner of Beanbag Books located in downtown Delaware and also a sponsor of our show. Mm -hmm. Thank you so very much. You're very welcome. And could you tell us if nobody, if somebody has never heard of Beanbag Books, how do you describe your store? We would be, um, I describe our store as we're a general bookstore with a children's focus. Okay. We are very much um, a young reader's place to be. Mm -hmm. We um, cater from board books, but we do also have adult books as well. We mm -hmm. have our, now that we have our new larger location. So um, exciting. Yes, we have an, a legit adult mm -hmm. section with a chair <laughs> that you can sit on and read your books. Um, but we also have a whole half of the store that is 
children's picture books, board books. We have toys and games as well. Some puzzles for early childhood. Um, you so, have Legos. Yeah. We yes. do have some Legos. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just a wide range of more pretend um, imagination type mm-hmm. toys and games. Yeah. But yeah. So early literacy skill there in play. It's mm-hmm. so important. It's very important. To be ready to read. You got to be able to play. how to play. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, so you're located on West Winter Street in downtown Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, the wonderful West Winter Street. Grab a coffee. <laughs> go and shop. It's so much fun. There's a lot to do down there. Also Stoss with Fear next door. Right. right. Yes. Yes. From morning to the evening. We got you covered. Exactly. <laughs> you just remodeled. How was the remodel it was long and (laughs) you know it almost broke us but we are really good Um, (laughs) we love the new location our whole first floor we um, expanded to the pure and simple side Mm -hmm. that used to be Mm -hmm. pure and simple so everything is updated and new and we're using the upstairs there's going to be office space for rents at some point when that renovation is completed but yeah we you know, it took longer than we expected, but we were very grateful for Jay Gumbos for allowing us to use their space That's in the right. meantime yeah. right for our little shop. pop-up shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't actually have to close for very long in between. So that was that was really good. Yeah, and you have a really cool like like you said, there's seating, there's like a book nook that you can kind yeah. of go and hide in. Um, yeah, it's just it's very comfortable. So there's other space within the store now that you have a little bit more floor space mm-hmm. and open space and you can move things around you can host some different events in the space so what sort of events do you have we um, currently have book clubs um, that mm-hmm. meet there and we also have story times our story times have really become very popular which is exciting yeah. um, on Thursdays and Saturday mornings at 10:30 we are able to move some of our bookshelves around so we can make more space if needed mm-hmm. um, and so those have been a lot of fun and we also do uh, a special events on first Fridays. Tonight is the first Friday. That's wow. right. Author Becky Garish there tonight. Oh, um, nice. And she's going to be doing some drawing, like teach your child how to draw. And mm-hmm. since it's March for art, um, and then she'll also be reading her book, Escape to Play. Cool. What's your awesome. Becky coming? She'll be there around 6.30. She'll be there all evenings, 6.30 to 8, probably. Well, I'm just going to note that down yeah. for my girls who <laughs> love to draw things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You also get to do a lot of cool things. As a, as a bookstore, you're not just bound to your brick-and-mortar location. You are invited out to tons of things in the community. I know mm-hmm. we've had you at mm-hmm. our author visits. Um, we've got plans for a couple more this year. Um, but then you also got to do something with the Ohio Council of Teachers and Language Arts Educators. Um, it's mm-hmm. called Octella. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens at the Octella Conference? Well, the Octella Conference is the opportunity for um, language arts teachers and librarians to come together and they have educational um, sessions that they go to as well as they have authors that they bring in and they talk about their process of writing and how important writing is um, and how the teachers can incorporate that into their lessons. Yeah. Um, and then also how they can use their books in their lessons to, um, you know, to help their students. And so this year we had Jasmine Marga with um, mm-hmm. A Rover Story. And then Jarrett Lerner also came um, with Engine Nerds. So if you have any, we had a very robot-themed. Like young engineers. Oh. Young engineers, science-minded. I love that. Yes. Kids. We've got, we even have some signed copies in the store, too. So it's really exciting to get to meet these authors. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. to also to provide the books for the teachers. Um, this year we were very 
focused on some of the award winners, providing more diverse books um, mm-hmm. for them to use in the education for their libraries and their classrooms. Yeah, so. you were saying later on today you get to go and help out in what what grade is this? Fourth grade or third grade? Third grade in a third grade classroom to do their classroom right? library. My son's <laughs> third grade classroom library. I get to go help organize that. So it's kind of you know oh, we're all over the so place. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> books, books all the time, all the time, books. all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> and the last little fun bit is you just came back from a European vacation mm-hmm. and you got to. Explore some bookstores um, over across the ocean. Um, what is a London bookstore like? They are huge. Um, <laughs> at least the ones that I went to. Um, I did get to go visit my brother. He lives in England, and so mm-hmm. I spent the week. I got to surprise him for his birthday. Oh, um, surprise! That was a surprise. I he didn't know I was that. coming. So, um, and just. Every time we go on vacation, we always go to a bookstore. Yeah. And um, I had a couple extra days in London, so I thought, well, I've seen, I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of the, you know, m- main tourist attractions. Right. So yes. I thought, well, what can I do if it's just me? So I went to bookstores and cafes, and it was a lot <laughs> oh. of fun. And they were huge. I mean, so we went to Hatchards. I would probably give myself at least a day to make it through the whole bookstore. Wow. And same thing wow. with um, Follies. They're they're just giants. Yeah. Um, but amazing. You're surrounded in all kinds of literature. So you can just go from floor to floor, you know, make your way up the... Were there any... <laughs> I, know. Were there any la- I mean, I know this is France with, you know, Beauty and the Beast, but were there any ladders for you There was, to but that was in my, oh my in my brother's hometown um, <laughs> bookstore. And that's kind of my goal for book, beanbag books. I kept asking our contractor if we could get one. And she kept looking at me like, I don't think you really need one. But no, that's you don't I, know what I right. need. <laughs> so, and there was one. I have a picture of us on our uh, social media of me up on the ladder because I was so excited Aww. to see so, floor-to-ceiling books. I have to ask, have you ever watched Black Books? It's a British comedy show set in a bookstore. Like, the main character has a total attitude about everything he really just wants people to leave him alone so he can read it is <laughs> hilarious it is one of those british shows i think you would love it oh yeah i'll have to pretty sure we have it somewhere well, in yeah, our we'll catalog i know okay. now i have to look it up it can be your next week recommendation so I just know. hold off stop, there you go. stop myself tease. yeah i know because exactly. i did 84 channing last week we're just yeah. gonna keep the british the bookstore british just going <laughs> Awesome. Well, Jody, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you for being our sponsor. We love Beanbag Books, and um, this is not the last that you will hear from them or see them um, because we have other things planned for this year. So Mm -hmm. with that, we'll talk a little bit about some of the things that we have coming up at the library this week. Um, This Thursday, we introduce our new Pause for Reading therapy dog, Daisy. Um, We have checked out that uh, all of the the slots to read to Daisy mm-hmm. at the Orange Branch are full. Um, but, you know, just, like, go ahead and keep your eye on our website in yeah. case there's a cancellation that happens. Sometimes people just have to cancel. Yeah. And if you have registration and you can't make it, please do cancel. We do have a lot of people who like to come. Yeah. Yep. It's very helpful. Um, on Friday, we have the Homeschool Book Club, which takes place yes. at our Ostrander Branch Library. And this month, they are talking about Women's History Month. So yes. this is for school-age students, um, really of any age, mostly elementary. But you could come if you were an older um, student and you present like a book report on mm-hmm. the subject of the month. And then the last thing that we have coming up on Saturday is our Friends Annual Young Writers Workshop. This is always so much fun. It's with Steve Harpster. Um, There is a cost involved, and that Mm -hmm. goes to the Friends, which then comes right back to the library. Um, But with that, you get a book 
that you basically you design a book on the spot and then um, you turn it in and it gets published and bound yes. and we add it to the library collection and you get one to take home with you and you can actually search the catalog for and your child's it. name. It's really cute. And if you have never come in to look at one of those books, they are darling. Yes. I have my personal favorites, <laughs> but come find your own. Yeah. It is a, it's a really, really fun event. So that is where we will leave you this week. And uh, until next week, well, I'm going to thank everyone. Thank you, Gage. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Jody. <laughs> and until next week, we will see you in the stacks.